thanks for listening to the Voices of UMass Med, featuring the people, ideas, and advances of UMass Medical School. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you've even enrolled. A nationwide health research project called All of Us that aims to enroll a million Americans. All of Us is a first of its kind major medical research program. It's part of the 21st Century Cures Act that will go for at least 10 years. And we are happy today to be joined by Mara Epstein. She's an epidemiologist and the principal investigator of the All of Us Research Program here at UMass Medical School. Welcome, thanks for making time. Thanks so much for having me. So this is really um, a big deal. It's a big project and um, it's unusual, I think, but I'd like to hear from you. How unusual will it be to have the health information from a million Americans? Mm -hmm. It is pretty unique in the research world to have data on so many people. Um, and the All of Us research program is not only unique in how many people it hopes to recruit, but also the comprehensiveness of the data we hope to collect. So we hope to get genetic information, we're collecting biospecimens, self-reported survey data, as well as electronic health record data from all these people um, over the course of 10 years. Um, also, the, the program is focusing on populations that are traditionally underrepresented in biomedical research, um, different race and ethnic groups, the elderly, um, people who tend not to have great access to health care. Um, so these populations really don't show up a lot in medical research. And so um, with the All of Us program, we hope to um, bring more representativeness to medical research. And that is a huge component of All of Us. And we are going to talk a little bit more in depth about that as the conversation goes on. But I kind of want to cut right to the chase because you, um, at, at this site at UMass Medical School, but also your peers across the country are actively seeking participants mm -hmm. and you're actively seeking volunteers um, who are willing to share some information. Uh, so can you explain a little bit more deeply what information, if I sign up, what are you gonna ask me? What kinds of information um, over the course of the, of the program? Sure, so there are three main categories of data that we hope to collect on all participants. Um, the first is self-reported survey data. Um, so first you go on to our website, um, joinallofus.org backslash UMass Medical, um, and you fill out a consent, an online consent, and then you complete three online surveys. And these are self-reported kind of baseline data. They ask for basic demographics, your overall health questions, including quality of life, and lifestyle questions like smoking and alcohol use. Um, next, you would find a clinic to do your clinic visit. Um, and at that appointment, trained program staff takes physical measurements, so height, weight, blood pressure, um, as well as biospecimens, so a blood sample and a urine sample. Um, and that blood sample will then be used to get some genetic data from everyone, which will be really exciting. Um, and then the third category is the electronic health record. So we do ask participants to share their electronic health record for a period of 10 years. Um, so it would come from the site that you're registering at, but um, there's also a very innovative program called Sync for Science, um, where the All of Us program hopes to allow people to sync their electronic record from different sites. Um, over the course of time. I guess not everybody has a physician who's using electronic health records mm -hmm. at this point. If you're not sure, if can you do part of it without doing maybe all of it? Or how does that work if you're not sure if you have electronic health records? Yeah, so to be a full participant, you have to complete the surveys, um, contribute the biospecimen, and sign consent to share your electronic health record. 
So the amount of data contributed by each individual participant will vary. Yeah, and it's fully voluntary, like you said. Yes, People, absolutely. There's no pressure to do this, but you can consent to all the different parts of it. Yep, and it has no impact on your medical care whatsoever. It's completely separate, and you can always withdraw at any time. Okay, that's good to know. So let's talk a little bit about the bigger picture. The bigger picture goal of all of us is to really improve health care for everyone, for the 300 million plus Americans. So how does gathering data from a million people help accomplish that bigger goal? So a lot of what we know about medical research has come from studies that were conducted on populations that were largely white, um, most often male, most often people who had access to healthcare or from a higher socioeconomic background. Um, so we really don't know for sure if the results of those studies apply to all 300 plus million Americans. Um, so what we really hope will be accomplished with the All of Us Research Program is that we'll have a more diverse population um, and these research questions can then be applied to this diverse population to see if um, the findings are the same. And this applies to research studies as well as clinical trials um, where minorities are definitely underrepresented. And you know, when you apply and interpret findings from medical research, you really need to know who's being studied. You need to know the makeup of the study population in order to decide who you can apply those results to. Um, so all of us is really hoping to change research by making these results more applicable, more generalizable to a broader population. Let's talk about that more deeply because a foundational goal of all of us is, as you say, to be inclusive and diverse and to tap into the health information of populations that, you know, frankly, have not always been treated with respect Absolutely. through history. I mean. Um, so our nation kind of has an unfortunate track record uh, on that regard. So how are you and your PIs across the country really trying to recruit and make that case to underrepresented populations? Yeah, I think that's a really important point and definitely a central theme of the program. Um, there are many, a couple dozen community partners across the country that they've specifically chosen to represent these communities um, who can really get to know these communities who know kind of the best way to um, to approach them, to ask them to enroll in the program, because they really will be our most valuable participants. And the trust is already there. Absolutely, yep. It's building on relationships that already exist um, to building on trust. So let's talk about the local landscape here. Mm -hmm. UMass Medical School joined the All of Us program earlier this year? Um, October 2018, we started enrolling. Okay, so um, late 2018. Mm -hmm. How did that partnership come about? And how, you know, what have you been busy doing during the launching and getting up to speed? Yeah, we've definitely been busy. It's definitely been a, a yeah. big endeavor on many many levels. Um, so UMass Medical School is involved in all of us through the Myers Primary Care Institute, um, which is a joint endeavor of UMass, Reliant Medical Group, and Fallon Health. Um, and Myers is also part of a national research consortium called the Healthcare Systems Research Network, or the HCSRN. And through our participation in that network, um, and we've been a member since 1999, we regularly collaborate with the 18-member healthcare systems on a whole bunch of different projects. Um, and one of those is all of us. So one of the sites in the Healthcare Systems Research Network is Henry Ford Health System out in Detroit. Mm -hmm. So they are actually leading the All of Us Consortium that we are a part of. Got it. So formerly, we are a member of the Transamerica Consortium of the Healthcare Systems Research Network, which is part of the All of Us Research Program. A fancy way of talking about these 
you know, academic networks that are all across the country. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. we're part of this multi-site consortium that includes sites in uh, Michigan, Minnesota, Texas, um, and I believe they also have a site in North Dakota. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of represent some geographic diversity in there as well. And so here in central Massachusetts area, how far has the program come and how many participants have you enrolled? Yeah, so we are closing in on 1,000 participants, um, which is really exciting. We've started recruiting back in October, but that was kind of our test phase. So um, you know, we've been really ramping things up over the last six months or so. Um, our goal is pretty ambitious over five years to enroll 11,000 participants. Wow. Um, we do have kind of semi-permanent clinic locations uh, with a partnership with Reliant Medical Group. So right now we have sites in Worcester and Auburn, and they will rotate around the greater Worcester area during the five years that we'll be involved in the program. Um, and then we also have temporary or pop-up clinic sites, um, such as our site at UMass. Um, we hold periodic clinic visits there for um, potential participants over in the ACC building in the Clinical Research Center, which is a wonderful space. Um, and we're planning for another one of those this fall. And so if people who are listening to this conversation are intrigued, maybe they want to go to one of the pop-up sites, can you give us that website again? I assume all the information is there. Yep, absolutely. So it's www.joinallofus.umassmedical. Great. Join all of us. Is it .org? Yes. Sorry. Join, Join all of us .org backslash UMass Medical. Medical. We're speaking with Mara Epstein. She's the principal investigator of the All of Us Research Project here at UMass Medical School. So let's talk about nationwide. There are uh, the goal is to enroll a million. Do you know how the progress is going so far in that pursuit? Yeah. So we're doing really well. Um, the official kickoff was in June of 2018, or maybe May of 2018. Um, and since then, we've enrolled about 190,000 full core participants, meaning people who have already contributed their biospecimens and completed those three steps necessary to be a core participant. And we have about 283,000 total participants, meaning people who have at least started the process um, or are partway through becoming a core participant. And what are the questions that people ask when they come? What are they curious about? I think one of the big questions we get is the security of the data. Um, we are asking them to contribute blood specimens that will be used to do genetic studies, genetic analyses, and people are a little bit concerned, you know, where, or where, where will my data go, what will be found out, um, you know, kind of who has access to this data. And the All of Us Research Program has really um, done a great job of making sure these data will be secure, and you can find out more on their website. They go through kind of step by step the different things they've done to make sure this data will be secure. Um, just kind of on a, on a simple level, your any identifiable information, so name and address, will be kept separate from health information, mm -hmm. so it won't track together when those data are used for research purposes. Mm -hmm. um, so in other words, down the road, mm -hmm. some researcher might have access to your genetic sample, mm -hmm. but they wouldn't know that it's yours. It would exactly. be de-identified. Yep. You would get a study ID, and that's all the researcher would see. That is so top of mind right now. I mean, mm -hmm. people are making all kinds of discoveries with these home genetics. <laughs> Absolutely. And so that really is a concern. So um, what are the other questions that you know, people who are curious come to you asking? Um, I think a lot of time people want to know what else they have to do to participate. Um, and it's really a pretty simple process. So once you sign up, you complete those baseline questionnaires and you give your sample, you fill out the consent process. 
Um, periodically, you'll be asked to complete additional surveys. So there's a second round of surveys that have gone out on topics like healthcare access, personal and family medical history. So those will kind of pop up from time to time. Um, but there's really not a whole lot you need to do to, to stay in the study. And in theory, if you um, are participating and you would theoretically get surveys like that that would come up from mm -hmm. time to time over potentially 10 years? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. And they'll appear in your patient portal, uh -huh. so everyone gets a login to the All of Us patient portal, or participant portal, sorry, uh -huh. the All of Us participant portal, um, and those surveys would be accessible there. Perfect. So I do want to get back to this idea of diversity and inclusiveness because mm -hmm. you mentioned there are nearly 200,000 participants mm -hmm. who have volunteered so far. What are you seeing in terms of trends? Are you finding that diversity among the participants that you're, that you're hoping to? You know, the program as a whole is doing really well. Um, nearly 80% of participants are from these underrepresented communities, which is just fantastic. And I think even um, went over the goal that they were hoping to see. Um, as far as our site, we have about 40% of our enrolled population at our site um, fits into these underrepresented, underrepresented populations. Um, and because of where we're located in, in Worcester, one of our target focus groups is the elderly, mm -hmm. so adults um, age 65 or older. Um, so we've been really focusing on them, making some concerted efforts to recruit or to enroll them in the study. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the key demographic milestones that you're hoping? So you mentioned people 65 and over. Mm -hmm. Women have sometimes been underrepresented in medical research and then ethnic minorities? Yeah, for the most part, those are the big categories. Um, women don't always count towards the underrepresented categories when we're doing those demographic tallies. Um, and they're also hoping to find people who don't have great access to health care, who maybe haven't been able to see a doctor for a period of time even though they want to, and populations like that. Is this really come one, come all, or is there anything that would disqualify somebody from being able to participate in all of us? There's not too much that would disqualify someone. Um, right now we cannot enroll prisoners. Um, you have to be able to consent on your own. Um, and Right now, we are not enrolling people under the age of 18, okay. although in the coming year or so, they will be enrolling um, people under the age of 18, and we hope to enroll everyone eventually. Um, also, our study materials right now are only available in English and Spanish, okay. so that might be a limiting factor for some people. Let's look to the future and some of the long-term goals of all of us, because down the road, um, if I'm not mistaken, participants will have some access to their own data? Yeah, so that's really exciting. And all of us really looks at participants as partners in this program. So the participants will be getting some data back, which is really unheard of for a study of this size. And so what would that look like for a participant? What could you expect? Yeah, so the genetic data will kind of fall into a couple different categories. Um, there will be some ancestry data that comes back because you know everyone's very interested in that, mm -hmm. some genetic traits. Um, they're also doing a panel of 59 genes that will tell people um, if they're at a higher risk for certain diseases, so kind of actionable mutations. Um, and we're also going to give them back some information on pharmacogenetics, so trying to tell people if they might respond better to certain treatments than others. And when you start to think about giving participants feedback about their possible disease risk, how do you manage that? How do you advise them to make sense of that information? Yeah, that's a really important question. So all of us also includes a genetic counseling component 
they've recently given an award to a company who will provide genetic counseling for anybody who gets their results back. Um, but particularly if anyone does get a result back that you know maybe they were positive for the BRCA2, the breast cancer gene. Um, the company will be there to offer genetic counseling and help them through those results. When we think about precision medicine and, and therapeutic treatments that are designed you know, for individuals or small groups of people, it seems like the information that you're gathering through all of us could play a role in that as well. Is that right? Absolutely. So the program has a goal of speeding up research and medical breakthroughs with a strong emphasis on precision medicine. And what that really means is getting a better understanding of how individual differences in genetics, environment, and lifestyle can contribute to how people respond to treatment and medical care. So down the road, you might gather enough data. I mean, this sounds like, frankly, a tidal wave of data that must mm -hmm. be coming Absolutely. your way to analyze. And so, um, so by breaking that down and looking for commonalities, you might be able to find that if you have these characteristics, that treatment A will work well for you. Or if you have those characteristics, treatment B might work better. Absolutely. And also, these data will be available to the public. Um, we already have a research portal that's on the main All of Us website. And in the future, researchers can apply to use these data. Terrific. So it's really open, and the questions that it might help answer are, are in our imagination at Absolutely. this point. Thank you so much for your time. This is so fascinating. We're going to be really paying attention to how this uh, plays out over the next eight to 10 years. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Mara Epstein is an epidemiologist and the principal investigator of the All of Us Research Program at UMass Medical. You can learn more and if you choose, sign up at www.joinallofus.org backslash UMass Medical. Keep up to date with everything happening at UMass Medical School by following us on Facebook at UMass Med, on Twitter at UMass Medical, and on LinkedIn at University of Massachusetts Medical School.